Hey, what's up everyone? I'm your host, Ryan Kramer, and welcome to episode 116 of Crossover Commerce. You made it, you're here. Thanks for joining us. This is my corner of the internet where I bring you the best experts in the Amazon and e-commerce space, sharing their insights in the most important aspects of selling online. Follow the data, every words that most successful Amazon sellers follow. It's not just luck or not luck only, but knowing where opportunity and demand exist. So with that being said, we titled today's episode, Data Driven, Using BPO Reports to Open New Sales Opportunity. What's a BPO report? Well, we're definitely going to hop into that, but that's the basis of our talk today. But before I kick it off, as always, Crossover Commerce is presented by Ping Pong Payments. Ping Pong transfers more than $150 million a day to over serving over 1 million customers now in cross-border payments, helping people process now to date $90 billion in cross-border payments, saving money, sending money. It's what we do best. If you're paying VAs, manufacturers, suppliers, if you're looking for ways to save it when you're selling on multiple international audiences, Ping Pong is the place for you. Go ahead and sign up for a free account today, and you could do that by checking out the link below. Just click sign up. It's free to do today. And you'll learn more about what Ping Pong does, what we are, and how we're going to help you grow your business internationally. A big welcome to everyone who's watching again online. This is uh, very cool that we get to go live on social media on both LinkedIn, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitter handles on Ping Pong's platforms. So if you're watching us, welcome. Uh, definitely check us and give us a thumbs up. Uh, thumbs up, excuse me, if you're watching us today. And let us know where you're listening from. You can do so by putting that in the comment section and we'll be able to see that along with any questions you might have along the way. Um, but if you're also listening to this, thanks for tuning into us on all the podcast channels that will be available on. And then, of course, if you have any questions, go ahead and put those below. We'll make sure that we tag our guests, as always, in those if you're not listening to us live. But like every guest uh, or every show <clears throat> with the host, there's a great guest that uh, comes along, especially in this show. If it was just me, Crossover Commerce wouldn't be what it is today. Therefore... I have a really exciting guest today. His name is Ram Menon. Uh, he is the director of sales at Seller App, and he has one vision, guide emerging brands to absolute glory and success. I love that. He dedicates his time to help emerging brands take the right step in their Amazon journey, and he has strong understanding in consumer behavior and market trends across various markets in the Amazon domain, in the e-commerce domain, excuse me. And he is an expert strategist who can leverage market opportunities and builds your brand to the next level. He works for, again, Seller App. Seller App is built for budding entrepreneurs, small businesses, and Fortune 500 companies alike, powered by modern machine learning technology. Their tools help seamlessly upscale their Amazon business, reach research operations, marketing, advertising, and sales is what they do best, um, and we're going to dovetail into that today. For more information, all those links are going to be in the show notes below to connect with both Ram as well as Seller App. But welcome to Crossover Commerce, Ram Menon of Seller App. Ram, welcome. Um, thanks for joining us today. Thank you so much. And uh, I hope everything is going good with you. And uh, once again, thank you for inviting me to the show. And as Absolutely. you mentioned, Absolutely. hopefully we can dive into some interesting topics with Amazon sellers and see how we can potentially benefit them right in the long scale. Oh, absolutely. And and I'm uh, super appreciative of you hopping on today. It's super, I'm going to say super late. I don't actually know what time it is, but you're located over in India, correct? Correct. 
Okay, so uh, what time is it there? I'm I'm just curious. I always it's like not to ask that my guests. So uh, it's around seven thirty. Seven thirty. Okay, seven thirty. Yeah, that's not bad. So uh, we work my... with a lot of US clients. You know, you ends up being working till late, right? So uh, it doesn't make much of a difference. <laughs> Sometimes when I talk to you, uh, my Australian counterparts, I catch them in the next day. So that's why I always ask. I say, "How's the future looking like over there?" So they always get to tell me what what our future holds, and that's a little bit nice for me. So <laughs> not yeah. not exactly the same thing here, but it's kind of fun to do that. Especially yeah, as I was going to say, yeah. as you can imagine, on a show like this around the world, it's a little bit easier. Uh, I can have a conversation with people just across the world about conversations just like this. Uh, but it's kind of fascinating. It makes you think where we were as kids and as children growing up. But uh, that, that it's super fascinating to have conversations just like if we're in the same room right now. Yeah, I know. I think especially in the last one year or so, this has come the, the, the go-to thing, right? I mean, having these seminars, the video conferences or conducting these events. Uh, and you can actually watch it in any space, right? As you mentioned, you know, you have clients out of Australia who watches it a day before us. And they can give you a heads up and say, hey, Ryan, you know, this is what's happening. The sun has come out over here today. You know, it's going to come out over there also. Don't worry. Relax. Exactly. So it's, it's, a, I good wish thing. We, it's a good thing. I wish they would do something a little bit more uh, exciting. Like, tell me, like, what what's going to happen in the world where it's going to be like the lottery or something where people can tell you, oh, yeah, make sure you do this tomorrow. Like, you have five hours, go. Or something like that. But it is what it is. Uh, we're we're going to be optimistic about that, like you had mentioned. Yours is more eloquent than mine. <laughs> it, it's like your Christopher Nolan movie, right? I mean, let's build something. I'm sure that he's already thinking of this. Uh, so maybe, uh, maybe, maybe we can write a story, right, and give it to him, and maybe write a screenplay, and uh, he'll try to come up with a story like this. You know, predict the future. <laughs> I'll, I'll put that on my long oh, list. I'm sure, like both of us, were talking about this beforehand. Our long list of things to do before the weekend, uh, so we don't we can enjoy a little bit, but. That's not what we're here to talk about uh, that. So I appreciate you, you humoring me for a little bit. Uh, but yeah, let me let me dive into a little bit about your background, because if you're watching this on YouTube or anywhere else, let's let's talk about who you are as a person. Um, what, what's that background like? Um, how did you get into e-commerce and uh, what's your story like? Uh, so I'll, I'll give you a quick rundown. Right? So my my background has probably been into multiple industries uh, from running your own business to uh, working with big corporate companies to kind of now uh, looking more in terms of data analytics, right? So uh, a, a good touch point in everything is, you know, ultimately I've had the pleasure to talk with multiple different personalities, right? C customers, business owners, CEOs of the companies. Uh, I've, I've had the pleasure to work with some of the biggest brands of the world uh, and all in, let's say, in a short span of time, right? So I've not... Uh, let's say in terms of number of years, I've probably been working for the last 10 years. Uh, so it kind of helps that. Uh, so right now, primarily, obviously, I'm more focused in terms of you know, figuring out you know, who brands or what brands require additional help, right? Or probably additional push, uh, specifically in terms of Amazon, right? And try to understand what is their primary challenge. Uh, you know, what do they go through? Uh, especially since the last one year, that has been the biggest focus, right? Uh, how else can we grow the business? And now that's where we come and that's where you know i come specifically in terms of my knowledge and you know whatever knowledge i have right i'm probably not that much uh, probably two percent of what is actually there but yeah with whatever knowledge available so why seller app what is the <clears throat> what made you lead to seller app for people who may not be aware of obviously there's so many different companies and services in the world what's unique and different about seller app i only give just a brief overview of what 
the company does, but why uh, why join there? What, what was intriguing about SolarApp? So I think uh, I think you mentioned one of the earlier points, right, during the start of the conversation, right? I think uh, the biggest question the customers or anyone has nowadays is it's about information, and that purely goes to data, right? I mean, you have so much of data around the world uh, in different countries, in different marketplaces, in different, uh, let's say, e-commerce potential websites, in uh, different avenues, right? Uh, and that's where we, or at least SellerApp, comes into place, right? How can we potentially use this data for customers so that they can actually benefit out of it, right? I mean, if I give you an Excel sheet of, you know, let's say a million doors, now for a layman, like probably for both of us, it absolutely makes no sense. I mean, what do we do with it? But, you know, you combine the data, you use the intelligence power, try to make something out of it, right? Potentially, let's say graphs, right? How do we infer data out of this? And that's where SellerApp comes where, we have enough data, right? We have enough raw data, but what does it make sense? And that's what we kind of want to potentially show our customers, right? I mean, utilize the data in the best way possible and say, hey, this can be a potential idea for you. This can be a potential opportunity for you. Uh, this is what you need to do. And that's where, you know, SellerUp came into my, uh, let's say, liking, right? Where uh, it's a combination of data, it's a combination of people, uh, it's not overly dependent on either aspects because I don't think nowadays you want to be dependent on either aspects. But it's it's a mix and match, right? I mean, uh, you want to make your life easier, uh, you know, with with the whole AI automation, machine learning. But at the same time, uh, it's really a manual person or someone actually looking at the data will understand, right? I mean, you you cannot throw everything at an automation or an AI intelligence to say, you know, what is going to happen, right? Uh, it's really those inputs when you put, you know, those make a difference, right? So. Uh, it's kind of a, let's say, a combination. It's kind of a, a, a human interface. Uh, and that's what I like to call it, right? I mean, it's a data intelligence powered, and that's SellerApp. Absolutely. And thanks for SellerApp for listening in. They're always watching us, but no, I appreciate that. Um, and everyone who else is watching us uh, online as well. My first question is going to be, we, we title this BPA reports. That can mean a number of different things, right? Um, it's a little something new to your platform, but I thought it was super fascinating to dovetail into what that represents and what that kind of opportunity can look like. Maybe give us a high level, what is a BPO report and what's it actually looking at? Absolutely. So BPO report is actually, it's it's part of the whole Amazon business circle, right? I mean, uh, the entire thing works with the Amazon site. So the whole Amazon business is potentially giving us huge market opportunities, right? So as a potential customer, it kind of allows you to kind of utilize Amazon business data points and help you start selling or even giving you potential product opportunities, right? I mean, as BPO kind of, you know, refers, it's called business product opportunity, right? Uh, it helps sellers with you know, options in terms of uh, managing, understanding what the demand trends are, understanding what the potential opportunity of products outside of Amazon, uh, within Amazon, uh, what else can you do, right? I mean, as as you grow as a business, as you grow as a, a manufacturer, as you grow as a D2C brand, as you grow as a, uh, let's say, a Fortune 100 brand, your entire lifetime kind of goes into saying, you know, what else can I do with my business to kind of help customers out, right? Uh, as, as a seller, you want to ensure that your brand is growing. And that's where potentially BPO opportunity comes and says, hey, these are some products which can be potentially used. Why didn't you have a look at it? And if it interests you, you know, add it to your product line. And that kind of makes it more simpler. So basically looking at a little bit easier way instead of guessing, right? We, we don't want to guess. We want to make our best 
business decisions, especially when selling online, that, that could be the difference between successful and growth, success and growth versus a lost opportunity or something that has no sort of market in general. You're looking at data in general to help you lead the way. I mean, see, the ultimate motive of any any guy is right, to make money, right? Now, how do you make money, right? You want to grow. Now, how do you grow? You want to get, as you said, you don't want to sell products which are not in demand. Mm-hmm. Uh, you don't want to put into opportunities which is going to be a potential waste for you, right? Now, what Amazon Business tries to do is saying that, hey, here's a report. These are, these are some of the trend lines. These are some of the graphs. These are some of the potential opportunities. Now, we have identified for you based on maybe a potential category what you're selling in. Uh, you can use that potential opportunity and you do further analysis and that's where you know potentially seller app comes in and says hey these are your opportunities you know let's put in our analytics and tell you hey this is something good now the ultimate again motive is to ensure that uh, it is going in the right direction right and the right direction is obviously trying to make more money now that's the end motive right making more money and you're happy as well so yeah, I, I like the I like the concepts. This is this is my challenge. I'm gonna I think you're gonna be able to answer this for me. Amazon's super overwhelming. There is very there's so much opportunity, right? There's there's always going to be places where sellers can have opportunity. How do you not overwhelm a seller with all the potential opportunity versus what they're already currently doing? Does that make sense to you? Correct. Yeah, so I think I think what you're trying to say is the uh the, the, the data points or you know whatever information Amazon gives is it's it's broken down into probably thousand different things right, right now as a seller it's 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 impossible for you to kind of figure out or even to look at it at a day-to-day basis right because I'm sure he's going to download a multiple CSE files and everything right uh, and that's where we kind of break it down into two sections right so uh, specifically speaking about let's say BPO right uh, it kind of it kind of breaks down into two aspects that is one uh, potential products which are already selling in Amazon based on your category and how you can potentially utilize it. And the second section is, hey, these are the products potentially outside of Amazon, which is not already selling, but you know, this is something you can potentially look, right? So uh, again, in that, we kind of try and break it down, right? So now if you're selling a specific category, now the opportunity kind of lies and says, hey, these should be a focus because you're already familiar with that category, right? Let's say it can be clothing and shoes. Right now, you don't want to get products into tool and home improvement where you have no knowledge, you have no idea where to source the products from. But let's say if you're selling something in the in the clothing line, let's say I just spoke to a customer, uh, you know, who is selling scrubs. Now, if I give him suggestions on uh, tools and home improvement, he'll have no idea where to source it. But at least if it's somewhere in the clothing line, he has an idea. Okay, with maybe with my ex, uh, extension manufacturer, can I can I source this product? Can I make this product? Right, and that's where. We want to ensure that you know it's in line with what you are thinking, right? I mean, if you're selling in a category, we'll give you suggestions on that. If you're not selling in a category, it's more open, it's more broader. Uh, it gives you that extensive length, saying that hey, why don't you explore onto something else? Uh, again, that's again of an interest, right? But uh, I think that kind of answers the question, right? I mean, one is within yeah. yours, one is not within yours. Okay, so you're gonna lead them down opportunities, whether it's like they're currently what they're currently selling, but also maybe close to possibly what they are selling, almost like a almost like a broad match, if you will, right? But let's let's start some other Amazon <laughs> terms in there, uh, almost like a broad <laughs> yeah, yeah. match in terms of products. Uh, with that being said, do you, 
I know this is new for you. What what was the need for this? Is there not was there not enough possibilities out there? Was there was it do, too difficult for sellers to find those the connecting those dots? If you will, almost like a web, like if if it's all one big web and you're in one little connection, you you couldn't get to another connection very effectively. Is that what this kind of emerged from? Uh, so I mean, uh, I think there were there were a couple of points. So one is obviously you know every single seller uh, is looking to grow their brand probably internationally looking to potentially expand their business line right and that's where uh, you know as you mentioned right finding the right opportunity is the most difficult thing now you'll probably see it in front of your face and you have no idea if that's an opportunity right uh, you're probably scared because you don't have anything to back on now either you do the research yourself and you say I've done this thorough analysis for the last three months. I've checked out the market. I've gone to maybe a couple of journals. I've gone through a couple of tools. I've done all that and I get the analysis and I come back. Uh, now, the second way is obviously kind of, you know, depending on certain aspects, obviously uh, Amazon has, I don't know, maybe 300 million, 400 million sellers, probably just in the dot-com space. Uh, it's probably globally a billion sellers. I don't know, combining all the different marketplaces, right? So. Uh, Amazon, again, what it does is, again, you know, compiles the data, uh, sees the demand trend, sees the graphs, sees opportunities based on the existing sellers, right? And that's why they kind of also decided saying that, hey, why don't we give that opportunity? So obviously, you know, we reached out to Amazon. Uh, we got some interest from our existing customers, right? A couple of our customers who has been doing a million dollar sales, right? Uh, at some stage, you know, it gets stagnant, right? Because you're not further growing the brand. You're just further growing your sales, right? Now, there's a difference between growing your sales in one direction but growing your brand because you, know, you want to be a world famous name right i mean you want to be a name i'm sure that uh you know ryan's aim in the next 10 years is saying it's just not over here but you know if multiple people in different countries watch your video that's your success right absolutely uh, that's why we start the podcast right that's why i try to join the podcast so that i can that's be right. as famous as you so oh, thank you i appreciate it so it's, it's it's about growing the brand right and i think this adds a further layer to kind of grow the brand because uh, now you're, you're in, the, in, the, in the Amazon space. So now you have too many uh, parts to kind of move on, right? You have your operational, you have your logistics, you have advertising, you have your uh, the whole seller central account, your business account to manage. Now, on top of that, you're saying that, hey, why don't I find out the opportunities for you, right? I mean, that's kind of adding the you know troublesome to an actual owner, right? And that's where we say, hey, let's do that initial work for you. Let's do this. Let's let's you know uh, scratch the surface. Let's get the reporting for you. See the report. See the data. And obviously that makes it more simpler for him, right? Rather than giving him from no way to start, we say, hey, let's start from somewhere, and then kind of see what direction do you need to go, right? I mean, it gives that initial kind of push for anyone. It's kind of saying that, hey, you know, I'm I'm, keep, I'm kicking a ball right now. Let's just let's do the time cost. Let's start from somewhere. And that's where you know seller app says you know we'll start from this direction, give you some reporting, uh, give you some data points, and then you can you know figure out what else needs to be done, right? Obviously, again from their direction, we kind of further help and kind of help you maybe further identify, right? Because uh, that's only one part of the solution, right? Just identifying is only one, but execution is probably the next and the most difficult part of it. Right, and I like how you you kind of set people up for success, especially in with these reports. It's going to be like what this seller is already selling, but then also something very similar because you don't want to just jump from 
product to product where it has no similarities. You have no idea what the market trends are, costs, anything like that. That's not valuable. So here at Ping Pong, we're all about value. We always want to make sure people's time and money and effort can be managed or saved effectively. Um, but I think the most fascinating thing is you said international growth. And I think that's one thing that we're talking about is with this opportunity, this is not just looking at the market you're in. This expands to other marketplaces in the Amazon e ecosystem. Is that correct? Absolutely. I mean, I think that has been the biggest change in the trend in the last, since probably 2020 Feb, you know, since everyone is sitting at home and I'm sure all of us have been sitting, uh, you know, that has been the biggest change in the trend, right? I mean, uh, you know, sitting at home, you have a lot of, you know, opportunities and that's where, you know, in the last close to a year, you know, we've been working behind this for close to six months now, the whole BPO opportunity. But in the last one year, we have asked, you know, we have seen customers come to us and say, you know, hey, guys, you know, I'm doing good. Can I go international? OK, fine. We'll say, yeah, let's do international. But you know, where do I start it from? Uh, you know, can I go, let's say, you know, uh, you know, one of the newer markets is, you know, uh, UAE, right? Amazon UAE. Can I do something in the UAE market? Now, how do I start? What products? Right. So there's two parts of it. Right. One is obviously the whole operation of let's say you know can i set up an account everything you know xyz uh, the second part of it is right okay you know, is there an opportunity for me in the uae market or should i just you know blindfoldedly go inside and say let me you know, you know dig the surface right so that's where your pre-research comes right and that's where you want to kind of help in that aspect as well saying that hey before you take a plunge or before you jump into the pool let's do some work let's figure out you know, through the reports, through the BPO, can you know, is there an opportunity in the in the direction what you're looking at, right? Again, you know, it's it's kind of giving an idea, right? So, I mean, let's say you have a listing in Amazon. Now, when you look at the listing, you get an idea. Now, when you make your product, you want to make it better than that, right? So, you have an idea from the report saying that hey, these are the potential products. Now, as a customer, you can potentially try and replicate the same thing, or saying. You know, can I add something more to it to make it different from us? Or can I add something more? Maybe have different colors. Right? That's just the best example. I was just speaking to a customer uh, who sells scrubs, right? And he said, okay, Ram, what else can I do? So my first question was, I mean, have you checked out the BPO report? He's like, no. I was like, you know, wait. I downloaded the report for him. I shared it with him and say, hey, is this of an interest for you? I mean, is this category? I mean, he was the clothes. He's like, Hey, you know, this is something my manufacturer can potentially do, right? I mean, these clothing lines, these T-shirts, uh, the pants, the shoes, right? Uh, the socks, everything, all those kind of clothing. I mean, this is something can we do? I mean, is there an opportunity? Obviously, there are different points you kind of relate to that. And that's why he said, you know what? So this is a start, right? I mean, this is a start where I can think. This is a start where I can potentially have an idea and say, hey, maybe three months down the line, I want to introduce you a new product. And, you know, at least, you know, that's where a direction comes, right? I mean, you have to kind of try out something, right? Uh, you want to limit yourself with just you know, a small bunch of things. Right. What, what about if you're leading people down that path, that next step, you point them in the right direction for data. What's the next step in the natural process? Is it is it introduction to suppliers and manufacturers? Or what, what's that next natural progression that you as seller out there finding success with sellers and kind of being that, that torch or that flashlight, if you will, helping them guide and navigate through maybe a little bit darker of a, a path in their journey online. So it's it's kind of like a product life cycle, right? Your first your, your, your first is an idea. You have an idea, you think over it, you figure out what else to be done. So we give the idea part probably through the reports and say, hey, this is an idea, let's think over it. Uh, the next part is validation, right? Uh, you know, how do we ensure that maybe from the 30 or 50 odd products, you know, which is the top three products 
what is the demand what is the opportunity uh, how else can we make sales uh, is, there, is there an opportunity to make sales i mean how much do i spend in advertising and that's where again seller app comes into place and says you know, hey these are some data points right i mean we have something called the uh, opportunity score right so you know combining the bpo report along with our opportunity score we are able to kind of help customers identify and say you know these are some opportunity score based on you know uh, the data points given from amazon based on the demand trends that these are certain things right this could be a potential profit margin these are some of the expenses uh, how much do you need to further improve your listing right uh, and that's where we kind of you know you know tie our customers you know back to us right where we say hey it's not just one aspect right from your ideas but uh, you know deciding the manufacturer uh, you know setting up a listing after that working with your advertising uh, you know helping with the entire solution providing your data points providing you maybe uh, you know reconciliation in terms of your sales uh, telling you what is good what is bad and i, I think more the more than enough it's it's being honest right i mean uh, you know telling customer directly hey this is going to work out this is not going to work out because you know ultimately if the customer is not happy it doesn't matter what it is right uh, he's not going to pay a penny if he's not going to get the results or if he's if he's not satisfied with it right that's the ultimate thing so how fresh is this data? Is it going to be refreshed every day? Like how often as a seller can I rely on a report like this to look at holistically? Is it being analyzed by you first and then it's being disseminated or is it all in real time? Uh, so the, the reports are given on a weekly basis. So every week we refresh the data. Okay. Uh, so it's a combination right now, right? I mean, with the with the Amazon intelligence along with seller apps, it's kind of a combination, right? Uh, obviously, there are certain points given from Amazon. Uh, we utilize as those certain points, let's say, from the demand trends from a business point of view, uh, the page views from a business point of view, right? So those trends are given from Amazon. We try to info those data and kind of say you know, how those potential opportunities can be, right? I mean, uh, we try to analyze the category analysis. We try to provide uh, a sales trend, right? I mean, what is the potential estimated sales for these products? Uh, what is the potential uh, FBA fees, right? I mean, that's one of the biggest things all customers ask. You know, I mean, if the product is 30, is my FBA fees going to be $8? So we try to help in those data points, right? So it's a combination of, uh, obviously, you know, you know, without one, the other will not work, right? You cannot just get the, you know, sales trend, but you have no idea what the product is, right? So it's a combination of, right now, it's every single week. Uh, it's more geared towards, uh, let's say, if you're if you're selling a central account is selling clothing or, let's say, shoes or tools, it'd be more geared towards your, your category. The other report is more generic, but it'll be similar towards your category again, right? So products outside of Amazon, probably which are selling under the clothing and shoe line, right? Uh, so it's more geared, to, geared towards your category. Uh, we are potentially, uh, you know, trying to see if that can be expanded, right? Uh, you know, can it be done with other categories, right? Maybe you have an opportunity in that. So that is in the potential pipeline, but, uh, you know, that is something still on the work. So weekly, uh, it refreshes, you know, pretty much real time. Uh, the down the reports take pretty much I would say less than 10 seconds to download it. Uh, the only requirement right now is you need to connect your seller central account, uh, that is your actual sales account to a platform. Once you connect that, you can you know uh, schedule the report, get it on a weekly basis, and uh, all the information should be provided there. Very cool. I think that there, there's one thing that comes to mind too when this we're talking about product opportunity. With the inventory limits that are constantly changing throughout Amazon, I'm curious to hear, and you shake your head because you, you're probably hearing all the same issues too. How how does this affect opportunity both for sellers, but the new products that they might want to launch or get into? 
how do they, how is it possible to forecast such products to sell on Amazon when maybe your own inventory, you have no idea how much or how little you're going to have available as a seller. So I think that's where, you know, some of the, uh, some of the seller app, uh, intricate data points, right. From the sales trend from the potential opportunity on a month on month basis, uh, what is the potential expenses? What are those FPA fees? Uh, what is the shipping fees? Right? So we try to predict in some way saying based on your sales velocity, based on what the demand trend is, this is a potential sale, right? So obviously these are again, estimated numbers. We try to give it as much as accuracy as possible, but, uh, I would like to say in terms of our data, we probably, uh, I would love to say 99, but I don't want to say 99. It's probably, you know, 80 to 85, right? We keep refining the data to make it as better as possible. Uh, and so far, I would say, I mean, you know, we have close to, uh, you know, 50 odd customers who've been using these uh, BP reports, you know, since the time we've launched. Uh, from the data point, uh, from the information which is given to them, uh, I don't think at any stage, you know, they have found the data uh, kind of, you know, overleading us or saying over forecasting things, right? We'll be able to kind of predict in a certain way saying that, hey, these are some of the expenses you would incur. These are some of the trends. Uh, and actually one of the customers last month, uh, you know, actually decided to place an order, right? Uh, based on the BP report, right? Uh, he was, as, and that was a clothing line customer, right? Where he was in the scrubs and he said, hey, you know, this is an opportunity. Why don't we identify something? Uh, and that's where our, uh, the further analysis from Sararab's side, right? I mean, uh, we have something called the growth consulting model where we want to kind of, you know, start a brand from scratch and say, you know, this is the steps, these are the metrics. It's like a 10-step plan, right? Uh, from zero to kind of hopefully 100, right? And that's where we want to kind of engulf them. Uh, and obviously, it kind of goes back to the first question you had, right? I mean, uh, we don't want to make it overwhelming for them. You know, break it down into chunks so that they can actually consume the data, right? And that's the most important thing. I mean, I can throw as much as data, uh, but if you're not able to consume that data, it's going to make absolutely no sense in any of these reports, right? So it's in bits and pieces, uh, kind of creating a complete life cycle or a product life cycle, I would say, and say, these are 10 steps. You know, have we crossed of one? Have we crossed of the second, the third, the fourth? And that's required in any stage, right? I mean, if you're doing seller central or business or anything, right? Even in your life, right? I mean, you require a 10 step, uh, otherwise, you're just uh, running like a headless chicken. <laughs> That's a good analogy, Dav. You literally have no idea where you're going. You're just flopping around in the wind, and uh, eventually, it's just going to become overwhelming. But we actually had a question actually come in for you, Ram, uh, from Susan on U uh, YouTube. Does the BPO report give uh, information based on main category, or can you go as deep as subcategories? Right now, it's on the main category. Uh, we are already in the works giving it a subcategory because, uh, and that kind of goes back to overwhelming part, right? Because sometimes the main category is probably, you know, just at the clothing or shopping, right? Or clothing or shoe. Uh, so we are on the works with the subcategory level. Uh, it should be, uh, I don't want to give a timeline. Uh, probably let's say in a month or so, we should have the subcategory level. Uh, and we probably try and identify at a very subcategory as well, right? I mean, there could be three different subcategories you are in. So our goal is to the final category, uh, at least as close as possible, right? So that is definitely in the work, Susan. Uh, and I shall definitely notify you as soon as it's released. Yeah, Susan, make sure you subscribe to Seller Apps uh, newsletter so, or connect with one of them. If you're not a customer, make sure you do that to be notified when that 
release comes out. So with that being said, uh, Ram, I have a question too, just in general, what data or what uh, data points are sellers not paying attention to that you think they should? Like what, what is the main glaring one that new sellers or new, uh, new cat possibly going into a new category? What potential data are they not looking at? That's very important. So I would say one of the biggest trend or one of the biggest things I've seen a lot of customers always tell is, uh, or I kind of identify and point out is, you know, they don't look at, you know, what is the, the share in our, in our world, we like to call it the share of voice. It's pretty much your ratings and reviews, right? Uh, getting feedback from a potential product, seeing how the ratings and reviews are, you want to make changes to your product, right? So let's say you identify a product. Uh, it's there on Amazon. Perfect. Well and good. Now, as a general customer, the first thing you always only notice is the pictures and everything. But as a business seller who's going to potentially launch, you also need to identify and figure out, you know, what is the buyers telling about this product? You know, was the packaging bad? Was the, what is said on the product page? Is it something completely different? Uh, you know, probably something to do with expiry, right? So they don't absolutely look at this. And I think we have, in, uh, you know, our, our customer success team has ensured that you know we have a you know 15 step plan from a product launch till the final stage and we can ensure customers to break it down and say hey look at what customers saying because you know the customer opinions matter right uh, it's, it's 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 just sentiments right i mean it's where uh, it's it's i mean you have no other way for a customer to react right your reviews and ratings and you know are your feedback system for you now you want to improve it you have to continuously work on that continuously make sure that you're making those necessary changes right so i would say listen to those feedbacks because that can make a lot of difference uh and sometimes it actually makes a lot of you know make and break scenario right uh maybe uh maybe one of the other products was did not have a good packaging and you know you ended up doing a regular packaging which was the same itself and that's probably the reason the product just will not be successful right so i would say the biggest chunk is Figure out the share of voice. Understand what the understand what the feedbacks are, and that'll help you grow your product, right? And that'll make a difference for your product because you want to make your product unique, right? You don't be out of the same ten products, and it's the same product, the same packaging. The only difference is probably a color, but make it different. Maybe add something along with the product, right? So figure out the share of voice, figure out the analysis, and then make the difference from there. Yeah, we don't want me too products. Uh, I, I like that that phrase. It's uh, something that you you're not going to be successful besides just differentiating color. That's not that's not an actual difference. It's just a feature. That's not a yeah. It's not the difference. And, and because I mean, I mean, you might actually end up buying from the same manufacturer, right? I mean, that's that's. I mean, you end up getting the same contact, and the the, the product you looked at is probably buying from the same manufacturer. So. That's the only way to make it different, right? I mean, something unique, something out of the box, right? And that's where I think a lot of customers don't spend time, honestly, because, you know, they, they're excited. You know, they're already probably spending money. Now they're saying that, hey, if I don't launch it, I'm going to spend money. So, you know what, let me just cut off the certain things, you know. we have, we have So we just recently, uh, you, know, you know, going back to growing your brand, right? So we just recently launched a customer, right? Uh, a brand who had done six months of market research, right? They bought competition products from scratch. They bought, I think, from the top 50 sellers, they bought close to 35 products. They checked out how the packaging was. They checked out how the product was, how the listing was, uh, how did they receive it, within how many days. Uh, 
uh, how long i mean they used it probably for three months four months six months and then they finally came you know they did more research than what we would typically recommend right so they actually invested time and figured out and we just launched with them for a product for a single product we have nine products on the pipeline and th that pre-work pre-research if it's not done i mean it's it's not the right direction right you don't want to come back later on and say oh i was supposed to do that but you know what i didn't get the time to do that so get the pre-work done it's it's like your uh, uh it's like your uh, let's say your workout shakes right get that workout shakes get it done and then you you enter the gym exactly yeah you do the pre-work uh out as well what on the flip side of my original question of the one that people don't look at enough what is a metric that most people look at that that most people look at that is it actually important for people to know uh or they put too much importance I, I was trying on to say it in a different way right so i think so i would say uh uh i would say the, the the growth of the business right i mean they always want to see exponential growth right uh they want to have let's say from one sale a day to maybe thousand sales a day right but then you need to have patience right so uh, they see what the other product is doing. Probably the other product has been in the market for 10 years, right? So they've built that market range, right? So I would say the biggest thing which is missing out is being patient. Uh, stay in time. If you're if you're confident the product will work out, probably it'll take a year, probably maybe six months, but be patient and invest a good amount of time, right? Invest a good amount of time probably in advertising and getting good pictures. Do not do you know half baked work and say you know let's just upload it, just just start things out, right? Because that is never a, uh, a routine for success, right? Uh, so I'd say I think the biggest thing missing is being patient. Uh, you know, we have a lot of customers who say you know as soon as they you know they sign up and they say you know Ram, you know okay, what is the sale for tomorrow? I'm like you know it's just been a day, give us some time, let's figure out things, and I'm, it's it's kind of like you 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 open up your business, you know you have to be patient right i mean i'm sure that you know the first time you know we did the podcast you know uh, you you were patient you're trying to figure out okay you know how do i do this how do i do that okay let me just figure it out and now and right now probably after you, you didn't mention you're close to 161 episodes right and after this it's kind of a piece of cake right i mean you have you've figured things out uh, at least in most of the 99 percent you figured things out and now you know how things work out it's a beautiful thing yeah the more the repetition that you do the the more often you do it the more comfortable you get and then and thus it, it makes it more seamless and it, it seems like you know what you're doing but i give a lot of credit to the people i have on the show so i i sit back and i'm learning just like everyone else but it, it does it does take time and effort patience is key in this this game i think amazon has shifted in this uh fun product throw it up online any product that you're throwing online you can just print money now it's a little bit smarter sellers are becoming smarter buyers are becoming more smart um, not just like, not just comparing products, but they know that they're not going to get rused or they're, it's a little more apprehensive to purchase online even more nowadays. So you really have to put your best foot forward, both on product listing data, any sort of way to stand out from the crowd. So it's a little more competitive, but that's how entrepreneurship is. So that being said, yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's getting an extra edge, right? And that's the whole goal, right? You, you get that extra chip on the shoulder and say you know what i've done this and i'm now i'm confident right and as you said it's it's, it's a long game it's not something you know if someone is coming just you know just trying to make quick money probably is not going to work out uh, they might be successful i mean i'm not saying they're not sellers who have done that but uh you know especially as you said you know the whole uh the the, the pandemic the lockdown right i mean that is kind of 
they made even even buyers think a lot right i mean they have i mean I'm, i do a lot of online shopping i keep buying stuff and i keep you know since i've seen a lot of sellers i end up buying a lot of new products because you know obviously you know i have that sentiment towards those sellers and say you know i want to try them out you know give them an opportunity if it works out works out if it's not you know uh, you know obviously i'm not the one who kind of will give a give a bad review i don't do that uh, even if it's a good product you know i keep it myself i don't want to definitely give a bad review so uh, the customers have now plenty of time right i mean although things are getting better all over the country all over the world uh, this trend is going to probably remain because now we've gotten used used to the routine right you have uh, i know that i do certain things on subscription model in amazon i paid it's it's just delivered to me every month and those are something which are taken care of. uh the first place you know where i go buy things are probably amazon right so uh so you have plenty of time you have plenty of opportunities you have plenty of products uh, i mean you can go up to you know 200 products in amazon to buy your product right uh, and then you kind of compare you see what is happening uh, and and every product has probably you know 10 20 30 sellers uh you know one is different from each other maybe they're uh, selling different products right so yeah i mean it's 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 getting the chip on the shoulder getting the edge so you know be patient and uh, you know things will come along the way absolutely um we did have another person ask a question through youtube uh specifically about B- bpo reports and i think it goes into our a natural segue into international expansion are bpo reports available for uk on seller app uh it is going to be released in the next few weeks uh so right now we have we have finished up everything up so we are you know, so we also do some internal tests uh to ensure the data is also good enough for customers so it should be released uh so i think if i have to give a timeline probably in 2 or 3 weeks time we should have the uk market as well perfect with that being said what uh, as seller app continues to grow and sellers continue to grow internationally what's the most fascinating thought for you about growing internationally are there different marketplaces that see the most promise for you or is there um something that's that's really intriguing and as as data people is there data that people aren't looking at to show exponential growth and we're just ignoring it right now but it's going to I mean, really take off uh so, I, so it's kind of interesting that's right? So right before joining the seminar you know we had a internal call right with the team and you know one of the things we did discuss was you know uh the different types of ways you can potentially showcase your product right uh, you know you started out with the basic ads uh now you moved outside of amazon uh you have you know influencer programs where you know they kind of you know advertise your product as well uh we you know uh, we got some information there's a potential opportunity where you know you can uh, start you know advertising your products through amazon prime right some of those scenarios right where your products are advertised through probably uh, other amazon channels or platforms or other solutions right and it kind of all goes down to obviously multiple things right i mean uh, you know how do you utilize all these information right i mean you can you can advertise with 10 different things right or uh, 20 different things but you know, how do you input the data and make things better right so uh, i think the growth of let's say the whole general e-commerce space right uh, there's so much out there where it's difficult for everyone to kind of get it on to all one head right and that's why they kind of you know look out for partners right i mean you know what i like to say to our customers is you know it's kind of going hand in hand right you know i don't want to be just uh, another you know service provider or something but i want to be a partner along with what you grow right 
uh, and as you know as you taste success you know how to taste success as well you know as you have taste failure you know i'm 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 ready to take the hit from your side and say you know what you know we didn't do this things right but you know what we we can learn from the mistakes right so it's more about you know uh, ensuring that you know it's you know it's it's understanding the customers right or understanding the business right you know i can probably easily sell things to a customer but you know understanding you know what they really require is a, is a different pain or a different challenge right and with what we have seen it's 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 in abundance right i mean the the whole e-commerce market is kind of changing we've seen brands come in we've seen brands go out uh, and it's 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 going to keep changing right for the next few years i mean uh, i'm sure that you know probably 20 years down the lane when i'm sitting in my couch i'll be probably still buying stuff out of amazon so <laughs> You'll think it, and Amazon will deliver it at that point, right? Yeah, I mean, they'll they'll I, know your search functionality by your your just your thoughts. Absolutely. I mean, so I, I mean, I, I so I was so I used to be in the U.S. right. So I used to, I used to study in the U.S. Uh, and uh, when, obviously, when the whole Whole Foods happened, I mean, now it's all the, the the whole automated system. You can just go check in, check out, get the things outside, and it's kind of made it so, you know good at the same time bad and you're like okay i mean you know i want to go to supermarket and probably ask someone something but now they make it all automated and you're like okay fine but uh it's it's kind of good and bad right i mean you have everything at the single space at the same time uh you know i would like to get out and do some shopping i want to go outside and buy things i want to go to a mall and you know buy a laptop from there probably go to dell or you know any of those places or apple and buy and actually you know talk to someone you know rather than just reading through things Right, and sometimes you know you just want to hear things, right? It makes it easier for you. Right. With that being said, is there a technology you wish existed that doesn't yet what in the Amazon space? Uh, <laughs> I mean, I would. I think now. I, I think I have actually seen that. Right. So now it's more of, uh, you know, giving representation of how would actually things look if you buy the product. Right, I think one of the I, I I saw it somewhere. I'm not sure if it's an Amazon, but almost like uh, a it, in like in your space, like this is what your couch would look like in this space. A, a 3D kind of an image. I think that is in the works, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, that your potential, if you buy a TV, you know, upload a picture of your living room, and it'll kind of show you how it looks. Yep. Uh, the next thing you'll probably see is, or next thing I would like to kind of see is, uh, I mean, that's probably a very hypothetical hope, but. Uh, you know, right when you're trying to buy a product, if you have any questions, you have a chat option on that page itself, or or someone to quickly call, like like you're in a mall or a on a on a on a place to actually buy and say, hey, you know, does this work for this? You get the answer, you make the decision right then and there, uh, rather than again reading through it, right? So uh, maybe that is something uh, in the pipeline. Maybe that is something you know uh, I can probably suggest someone from the Amazon team and say, hey guys. This is something you guys need to think about. I'm sure they're thinking of that. <laughs> they're already thinking about that and more. So yeah, they're they're listening to us already. Yeah, virtual. Uh, yeah, Raya said virtual reality integration is truly amazing in shopping. So uh, I agree with that. I think it's fascinating to watch virtual reality become more and more apparent in terms of how you can see it in real life, but also just renderings online, right? Like with uh, imagery, we've seen product photography images get rendered almost effectively and you can scan around through a 360. Uh, I love just the innovations that they're able to give you the best online shopping experience to almost, almost like touching it, but, but that, that being short, not, no, not actually touching it. So that being said, I'm, I'm still a physical nature of 
whether it's uh, furniture or clothing, I still want to make sure that it's online. It feels good. Um, but that being said, it, there's nothing you can really do without it in the moment without actually ordering it first and then returning it potentially if it doesn't fit for you. So, um, I mean, yeah, 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 that, that kind of happens. I mean, that's why, I mean, uh, some things you want to do it actually physically, as you said, touch it, maybe feel it or go and check it out. But I think with so much there out in the market, you just end up buying things anyway. You're like, you know what? I can return it within seven days. You know what? Let me try it out. And then if nothing, just return it back after seven days. Right. So there's no questions on that from Amazon side. Right. So that's kind of a faulty part. From a buyer's perspective, it's one of the greatest assets that you can have is the return policy on it. As a seller, on the other hand, not so great. But that being said, speaking of major buying uh, trends, let's uh, let's jump in. Let me ask you your quick question. Two days of epic deals announced recently, I believe earlier this week or last week. Pink, uh, Amazon Prime Day is going to be June 21st and 22nd. That is a major quote unquote fictitious holiday that they came up with, but it, it spikes a lot of sellers uh growth but also it, it's a little concerning nowadays because of the a little time that they gave for prep but also without we talked about inventory limits from your perspective ram what are what is seller up telling sellers to do what are the the quick tips that you can suggest to people to prepare for what is was by most standards a major selling day selling two days i should say so I would generally, or what we kind of generally say is, you know, we start preparing earlier than that, right? So, just, I mean, you can have your promotions and deals for your prime day, but uh, don't just make it two days, right? I mean, you, you're you trying to build a momentum, right? And, uh, you know, right from now and probably till the end of the year, you have a bunch of holidays. You have July 4th coming up. You have your, uh, you know, Halloween. You have your Thanksgiving season, your Christmas, you know, this entire holiday, right? So, you know, the the six months from here now it's it's building momentum time right so we you know we've already started planning things out from seller app side you know we we have our customers where we have started some promotions kind of pre-promotion so uh, i would say start out early uh monitor the numbers right because it it's it's very easy that you can start spending and you don't get much returns right and sometimes it just it just doesn't work out right and it's absolutely fine uh but it helps you plan uh, now, you know, going towards the future, kind of ensure that you understand what the trend line was, right? I mean, you have a two-day holiday, see what was working for you. Uh, maybe it was the price. Maybe it was an offer which you gave a 5%, 10% discount. See what it was working for you and try to kind of replicate it again, right? And I mean, you can have your internal promotions, right? Once a while, you can do that every month. Just, you know, you know every maybe two days of the month, you just you know, run a promotion and maybe that works out, right? So kind of, seeing what worked out and kind of replicating it right kind of let's say back texting right you you test it you test it and you it, you know it's worked out utilize it again uh, because it's going to really help you out right uh, you want to further grow it kind of helps you right so we already started it uh, uh push advertising right i mean that's the biggest thing advertise your products make sure things are already set up right now i mean don't wait till the 20th night and you're saying oh i need to set up a new campaign no right set up the campaign probably put it to a pause draft it you know what you want to target you already know your products you know your what your market is uh you can already see customers on amazon doing some pre-sales promotion figure out what they're doing rather than you know making any decision i know i know for the prime day promotions you probably already had to put in the details on the end of may mm -hmm. uh, but you can still run coupons right you can still run promotions see what they're doing right uh and and, and for those two days you know keep notice 
make sure your budgets are there uh make sure it's not out of budget half the day and you're just going to lose the rest of the day right maybe spend an extra 200 dollars or 100 dollars for that day and ensure that it's running 24/7 right and I mean, what we have seen in the last you know 4 5 years you know working with amazon sellers uh those two days are pretty good i mean i'm probably telling in conservative ways pretty good but it's 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 pretty amazing right i mean uh, some of them even make more than a month sale in those two days right or maybe two months sale right so utilize the opportunity uh, don't let it go uh, and because i mean you you have something to build up on right uh, it helps you plan for the next 6 months as well yeah and then susan also asked the question how to win bid for advertisement during a prime day event susan i can already tell you that plan plan for a high spending couple of days if not before and after because that is something that i've seen people even amazon in their advertising for prime day they have suggested make your budget at least four times more for those days plus four plus x so that being said that that that's a game that that maybe that's a philosophical question for you ram is what is there any data to suggest that if there's any sort of discount and major ad spend versus just letting organic traffic the influx of organic traffic from those days come in but then also having just great reviews great product photography great listing in general is there any data to suggest that that can outweigh just major spend on campaigns and discounts uh, it'll be kind of difficult to say right? because i mean every seller on amazon advertises if they don't advertise it's very unlikely they're going to be successful right i mean sure. we like to put in our words uh, you have to pay the amazon gods and the amazon gods are pretty much advertising right i mean you launch a product you're in the growth or a mature stage or you're in the Final stages of liquidation. At any stage of your business, you want to advertise and sell your products off. So uh, it does outweigh. I mean, if you are a a major brand, you still do, right? You still advertise. Doesn't matter. It is. I mean, you see the biggest of biggest companies. You search on Amazon, they'll be advertising. So uh, one of the other things I probably want to mention is, if you've done the Prime Day last years of the years before, see how the data looks for the last year, right? I mean, I am assuming the customers would have downloaded the reports. It's been there. was there in seller central somewhere right look at what the data was so it gives you a glimpse of some of the potential keyword costs right i mean going specific to the cpcs right you know that how much you spent last year now every year the numbers will keep increasing right, right? so if you spent last year 500 you you make a budget maybe send 50 or 1000 dollars for this year right if you spent 1000 you probably have to double it again and as you said right i mean uh, look at the previous data right i mean check check what you've done in the past see what has happened that'll give you a good indication uh if you keep a budget of 100 keep a top line of 200 right? you might have to spend extra so don't constrain yourself and say okay this is just 100 for me and nothing else but ensure that it's probably a little more than that uh we usually like to keep a margin obviously always maybe 25% i mean especially for prime day i mean uh i mean if they, if they don't if they don't buy it's fine i mean it's just two days of the month you have the rest of the days to cover up right but don't you don't waste that opportunity Right. I I, th- I think on I want to add on to that too. If since we are a a lot of people are in e-commerce, so that's not just selling on Amazon. Amazon's very important, but if you look around the trends of how that ripple effect affects other places of e-commerce, you can also see that 
Target, Walmart, if you're on other marketplaces, they don't just stand by there like Amazon's going to have their day. They will also compete with that. So if you're selling on Shopify or if you have a good, strong online presence or if you're selling on other marketplaces, know that your Facebook advertising or your social ads also will reflect potentially driving traffic to those listings on different marketplaces because people will naturally want to start looking around for good deals if they're searching on, if your product's on walmart.com. Shopify and they're just looking for just general products, know that that advertising can also effectively help you grow your business in other avenues, not just on Amazon or help you stand out and drive your traffic to Amazon as well. So keep that in mind too, because there will also be like week-long promotions with Walmart. I know they've announced that. There's also been, I don't know how valid this is, but I like to always throw it out there. There's potential rumors of Amazon even suggesting a second prime day potentially before the end of this year. I've heard, I've heard multiple people say that. So also make sure that you have your inventory limits. Don't let this uh, know what your inventory is like. And if you're going to go out of stock, make sure you have plan in place so that you can get more inventory back online uh, as quick as possible if you happen to run out before Q4. Because right now it's, as we already alluded to, it's kind of chaotic with the <laughs> inventory limits and also just getting inventory quicker uh, to your FBA locations. Keep that in I mean, mind too in forecasting. I mean, as you said, is right, right? Because other people have already, they've kind of replicated the day, right? I think you mentioned Walmart has done, Walmart is doing from the, I think from the 21st to the 23rd, they're doing three-day events. Uh, Target is doing the same thing. Uh, uh, I think the other marketplaces also have kind of applied, right? So it's not just one person. I mean, probably Amazon started the trend, but now oh, of course. pretty much everyone is, <laughs> Everyone is doing the same thing, you know, in multiple different things. So, uh, you know, make sure you get that opportunity. You know, as you said, like it's it's a good thing, it's a good sale. And as you also mentioned rightly, I mean, uh, we've heard these small rumors that there might be a second day because it's it's more sales for Amazon. I mean, yeah, I think why wouldn't they? <laughs> they'll be more than happy to do that, irrespective or not. Well, and the other key would be show value, show it above, show more value above your other competition, whether it's your discount is, doesn't have to be discount. It could be value out of free ebook download, or it could be, um, you know, additional product uh, discounts later on, or even, you know, ju just provide other additional value. If you're avail if you're allowed to, and if you can make sure that that is something that you can use to stand out above, not just product and price inflation, um, I've heard people have tested and say, we don't discount our products, but just a little bit. Um, again, it's a psychology thing. If they think that there's a coupon or you're saving a dollar or two, that's going to be at the end of the day, a buyer's psychology to try to trigger that and say, if I don't get this now, I'm going to lose out on $2 savings. It doesn't have to be incremental amount. It doesn't have to be 70%. It doesn't have to be a percentage. It could just be a couple dollars here and there. And as long as you're profitable at the end of the day, make sure you build that into your forecast as well. Yeah, I mean, it's a small trigger point, right? I mean, you, you, as you said, it might not make much of a difference, you know, 1%, 2%, but you see that you're like, hey, I'm getting a 1% coupon, right? I mean, who wouldn't want to get free stuff, right? I mean, something, something of a discount, right? So, I mean, use that. You know, it's kind of a, a psychological trigger, right? You know, 10%, 5%, whatever it is, put those numbers on, utilize the opportunity because, uh, you know, that's where the customer kind of comes in, right? Uh, if they see two products, one has a discount, might be the same product. I will still go for the product which has discount because, you know, I'm getting something off it. Mm -hmm. and, and also keep in mind too, if people don't have Prime, which is doesn't seem like a lot of people don't,
but know about that minimum threshold for free shipping, $35 for a lot of people. They might drop it for Prime Day. I've seen it done before uh, to 25, but if it's 25, get keep your product a little bit around there. So just under it or just uh, it, so that they have to effectively to get that free shipping potentially purchase more. So think about those kinds of strategies as well. If you're doing any sort of bundle or if you're doing a multi-pack and that price point just happens to push them over, just help them understand that, hey, this can get you and achieve free shipping if you purchase a little bit bigger quantity instead of just the one pack or whatever that looks like. So all, all little tips and tricks to kind of get that person over the hump to pull that trigger with you too. So Ram, if I know we're already at the top of the hour. Where can people... Uh, find out more information about seller app. Where can they connect with you? What, what's kind of the best way to do that? If they have more questions about BPO reports, growth internationally, things of that nature that we covered today. Absolutely. Right. So I mean, the, the, the easiest way is obviously you know, log into our website, sellerapp.com. Uh, you'll find a register option. You can register, you can access the platform. You know, we have a, we have a trial period. Uh, you know, our team will be more than happy to kind of walk through the reports, walk through the dashboard and it's not really just one aspect, right? Uh, you can figure out other additional avenues or other potential places. You know, any seller wants to get help in, right? So, you know, it's sellerapp.com, register, you get a free trial. Uh, you know, as soon as you trial, I'm sure that one of my team members or, you know, anyone from my team will quickly buzz in a call or send you an email, right? So uh, we will reach out to you. Uh, you know, that's kind of a USP, right? We want to ensure that customers are, you know, reached out, called on, email truck conversations you know zoom meetings any meetings right uh, so we will do that uh, you can always also you know follow us on our social media you know that is obviously you know updated and we have regular sessions right it's obviously you know we're having a session with ryan uh, but we also conduct regular sessions and you know uh, as ryan earlier kind of mentioned the first point right it's 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 building the ecosystem right it's not just one aspect of you know just selling but you know if you know if if ping pong and seller app can you know join forces together and help you know one aspect is a payment solution one aspect of you know, helping maybe with advertising for a you know, product opportunity you know, that's where we want to help right i mean we want to build uh, you know along with our clients you know along with our partners like ping pong to ensure that you know we we help customers out right at the end of the day absolutely that's what we're all talking about is we're here to help the journey grow. That's why we're service providers. We're not just here to have you subscribe to some sort of service. It's to help see you grow. Like you, you had even said earlier, I would like to taste that that success along with other sellers. That's why we actually go into this kind of business is to see that growth for not just our business, but as you grow as sellers, we grow as well. So it's kind of a uh, two-prong approach. We don't go into this business to see other people fail because then inevitably we would. So ultimately that's why we bring this value and this content as well. But thank you so much for hopping on uh, crossover commerce today. Um, we'll, we'll keep an eye out for more content, obviously with seller app, all those links to that Ram mentioned are going to be in the comments and the show notes below. So if you're watching this online, go and check that out and click those links to sign up either for seller app or subscribe and like their social pages. So check that out. And Ram, I was always now a friend of the show of crossover commerce. Thanks for joining today. Thank you so much, Ryan. It's been a pleasure. And, uh, we shall meet parts again. Absolutely. Yeah. Stay safe over there. Thank awesome. You. Thanks. Yep. Thanks, Ram. Again, everyone, thank you for joining Crossover Commerce. This is my podcast uh, in conjunction with Ping Pong Payments. Crossover Commerce has gone live now 116 times. So if you're interested in learning more about Amazon and e-commerce space, no matter if it, we talk about BPO reports, 
we are, we talk about literally, literally everything in the space to help you grow as Amazon and e-commerce sellers. That being said, the easiest way to watch our shows is to either go to YouTube and follow and watch all of the different play, uh, the episodes on our playlist of crossover commerce, but also exciting news is that we will be releasing our entire gauntlet of audio format, uh, and have dedicated landing pages for each of those audio formats online here coming up shortly and with hopefully in the next uh, couple of weeks. So stay tuned. If you're a big person that listens in audio formats, you can get high level takeaways. You're going to get uh, notes, audio format, shareable content so that you can help your own audience grow as well. But that being said, I'm Ryan Kramer, host of Crossover Commerce. Make sure you follow us on social media, on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, Twitter, Instagram, wherever you might get most of your content. Go ahead and follow us on there. Follow myself so they can be notified of future episodes. Next week's no, uh, no shortage of episodes as well. We're going to have three more awesome, amazing episodes. So stay tuned for that. We're going to have XP Strategy, Elevate IQ, and Marketplace Prep uh, coming on to talk about different topics, both IMI limits. We're going to be talking about just Prime Day as, as well, and also just ERP systems in the financial sector. So that being said, thanks everyone for tuning in across the commerce. Take care.